Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Wednesday for those that are here live. Happy whatever day of week it is for you, whenever you tune in. Thanks so much for tuning in. We've been talking about this concept of higher effort and lower effort. Higher effort and lower effort. The effort that we grew up with, the effort that we seem to connect to not being enough, as hard as we try in life, there's this voice that tells us, yeah, but you're not as great as the person next to you. And even though that voice has a conversation with someone saying, what do you mean? Look how hard I'm working. Still, still results are so strong. You have a lot of neuroplasticity on results-driven life. And the way we achieve real success in this world is this, is we start to create a another option for our minds. And that's the option we're calling the higher effort. That means that effort is not below results. It's above results. So in a perfect world, the person who gets the, if you will, most improved player of the year feels greater than the one who gets the championship trophy. The person who gets the effort award is the person that is the most celebrated from everybody who's on the stage. That's how it's supposed to be. And I don't think the world will ever get there, but it's okay. Not, the world's not supposed to get there. It's a material world. Our job in this world is not to change the world. It's to impact the world, to change ourselves. So where we, where we left off yesterday, if I remember, was the idea basically of, I think the example we were using is, is the student who looks out into his test, into his class, and decides if he's going to judge himself based on how much effort he can put into the subject, or he, can, or he will judge himself based on the grades that he gets. And if you just follow that along to the end, you're gonna see two entirely different students. The student that goes into the subject with the, I'm gonna get as much as I can out of this course, I'm going to put in 100% of my effort. I'm going to understand what the teacher is teaching. I'm going to understand the essence of the subject. That student is constantly measuring himself based on himself, based on how hard he tried yesterday, based on whether he really understands what he read or not. And whether he's getting a 50, an 80, or a hundred plus, he's not, he was only looking at as a gauge, as many of, uh, he's looking at as many of the gauges he has in his cockpit to determine if he's putting in a hundred percent effort. One of his tests is, do I understand the material? But there's another test. Did I push past my exhaustion? There's another test, which is, did I spend the time to really get it? Or am I just saying that I got it? Am I just memorizing it like a parrot? Or do I understand these concepts? There's a lot of gauges you're going to look at in your cockpit when you're trying to figure out what you're doing. 
One of those gauges could be how you do on your test. And at the end of the year, when you get your grades, the grades will have an impact, but not a major impact on the experience because the goal of the experience was you, your knowledge, your development, your capacity as someone who learns, your capacity as someone who's intellectually curious. And so one of the things that you're looking at is the test. It doesn't blow you away. It doesn't lift you up so high. It's just one of the things that you looked at. And when you live this way, what ends up happening is the, you, you not only begin to understand the subject, you begin to understand how to learn. This is, by the way, for those who studied in yeshiva, this is a, a, the, the shift that you get when you walk into, with the, at least for me, the morning, if you will. With the entire goal of the experience of studying Talmud is to understand it, to change yourself. There's no test at the end of it which is do you memorize what this rabbi said it doesn't work like that the greatest students are the ones that are the most inquisitive the ones that are asked the best questions the ones that stick with it long enough so they understand it a little bit clearer it's not the ones who spit back information and so when somebody is engaged in that practice of study they're measuring themselves, not based on whether they get an A on a test. They're measuring themselves but based on themselves. After this period of time, have I grown? Have I changed? Am I a better learner? Have I pushed myself? In fact, when you finish a tractate, the custom is when you finish a tractate, you're supposed to start the next tractate or that same one immediately. You're never supposed to finish it because it's a circle because when you when material has an end, then it's about the material. When the material goes in a circle, then it's about the person studying the material. So when you're in if you're just if you're vet, if you're effort driven in your studies, the the metric it's just one of the many indicators. But if you're results-driven in your studying, then you're constantly and you're, you're subconsciously figuring out how much you need to do in order to achieve the result. So if you got an easy class, you're not studying until the end of the, and end of the semester. And depending on your morals, if somebody gives you last year's test, then you you win. And if you studied like crazy and grown like crazy and you get a score you're not happy with, you're blown away. You're blown out. It's about results. This is what I was telling you yesterday about the Olympic athletes. Olympic athletes, if you, for those who are familiar with this, I just started to become familiar with it. I thought it was fascinating. Having have are now they're now realizing that many of them have many many of them have mental health issues. You can imagine why they're spending a half a decade on a result that is in many ways out of their control and that they never get to do again. And 
for the rest of their life, they're going to be judged on that result. Unless they are prepared mentally for the effort, it's, it's an impossible task for one's mind, for one's body. You can train your body, but your mind is a whole different story. Can you imagine what goes on in the mind of an Olympic athlete who's probably in their young 20s on a stage in front of millions of people? One race that will determine the rest of their life? And if that race doesn't operate as perfectly as possible, which is nearly impossible, and they don't get the result that they want, and for the rest of their lives, they're judged on a result. They are living at the tippy top of a results-driven world. Worse than any other group of people. At least a professional athlete goes, gets back on the field. At least a professional a- athlete has another season. An Olympic athlete doesn't have that. How many Olympics do they have in their lives? Two? Three? So when you live in a results-driven world, you're you're putting yourself in, in the hands of the world. And in many cases, we are stymie, stymieing, we're stifling who we could become. Because it's not about the material. And if you're results-driven, and we're living in graduation land right now, because we're in June, you see this all the time. Kids are killing themselves for finals. You know, one night they're like a mini chemist and the next night they're a mini historian. And the next night, you know, they're able, they're a mathematician. And the week after they graduate, they can't even remember half the stuff they did. And you make that five years from now, if me and you sat in a room right now, if me and you went back to high school and they gave us a chem final, how many questions do you think you get right in chemistry? Unless you teach chemistry. I don't think I can get five right. I think I could, if I clear a 10% threshold on chemistry, common core math, which I don't even think it's math, like half the stuff, history maybe is a little different for me at least because I like history. But still, I don't know the details and the facts. If it's about the material, then you get the material, then you lose the material. So it's like a, a game. That's what happens to us sometimes. If our lives about results, we don't end up growing. We don't end up changing. That's why sometimes we feel like it's year after year and like we're basically the same person we were yesterday and a year ago and a decade ago. We don't feel measurable growth because when we interact with the world, if we're results driven, then it's about the results. It's about the material. It's about the, 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 the assignment, the job, the task, the object. It's not about us. We're not growing. We're not changing. We're not pushing ourselves every day to the max, resting and then doing it again, resting and then doing it again to one day we wake up and all of the results and all of the material and all of the tasks were just impetuses for our own personal growth and every week month and year we see tangible change in ourselves it's about the result and if we're achieving our results we're good
I see there's, there's people that are hitting a certain stride in their businesses. They're, in their youth, they were 100% focused on money. There was a threshold they wanted to, to clear. And then they, for some of them, they, they got it. They built companies. They hired people. They brought product to market. And now they're wherever they are. Maybe they're 50s. Maybe a little bit older. Sometimes a little younger. And they've achieved a certain amount of wealth. And they've never really worked on themselves. They're good people. They got okay marriages. The kids sort of like them. Like they're not, they're good people. They just spent their whole life working. They spent their whole lives in pursuit of wealth, which is fine. I'm not judging them. I'm just calling it out. And now they've achieved their wealth. And they don't going to work now. In fact, sometimes it's better if they don't because the people that are doing their work are 20 years younger and they've got a lot more energy. And they show up to work and they've got a couple hours a day where they like are productive. And the truth is like they don't got, they don't have to work on the weekends. They don't really work past the work day. They can roll in at 10. They can leave at 5. The company still hums. They have plenty of money. But they have nothing to do. They have nothing to do. Because in the pursuit of wealth, the results were so important to them. They forgot to work on themselves. What that means is not that they're not good people. They're great people. They're charitable. They're kind. They're good people. It's that their brain got used to saying to itself, how do I achieve my result? And now the results that they've been going after for so many years have been achieved. They don't have a mode that says, how do I give 100% of my effort into my life? How do I face new challenges? How do I look at my obstacles wherever they are, whether they're in my family or in my business or in my morals or my spirituality? How do I look at my obstacles and go through walls every single day because I measure my day not based on whether or not I achieve a certain result. I measure my day based on whether or not I have given it a thousand percent. I'm results-driven, and I happen to be at the front of the line. I'm not efforts-driven. So when I go through life, and I have obstacles, and many times it's in areas that I'm not the best at, I don't measure my day based on did I give it 100%. I don't go at the end of my day and let the wind settle in. Let the efforts settle in. I don't have a moment at the end of my day or at the beginning of my day or on my weekend where I look at the moment, the places in which I have broken my own personal walls, where I have pushed past my comfort zone and said to myself, this is a hard thing for me. I'm going to push through it. And this is what I determined to be my win. I don't measure my life based on the effort expended. I measure my life based on the results achieved. And it may seem not seem like a big deal, but it's a big deal. 
Because if every day I wake up in the morning and I am looking to achieve deeper and more and I see the barriers before me, then on the way to work, when I get into a fight with my wife, I am not going to see that as not the result that I want. I'm not going to say to myself, my number one result in life is wealth. And so I'll just not deal with the family. I'm a good guy, but like take it to the next level, push my marriage to greatness, push my parenting to greatness. I'll, I'll pray. I'm in connected with the community. I'm, I, I believe in God, but I'm not going to come on. It gets, gets in the way of business. Okay, I'll do it, but like push myself past my own walls in every area of my life. No, because if it's six o'clock and I did my job and my day is done, I'm done. I'm measuring myself based on the results that I'm going after. If I've put in the work and I now I'm done with my test, I'm done. You see this with kids all the time, all the time. They work like crazy. They're focused. They're purposeful. The day they finish their last final, that day they're like, life is amazing. Two days later, they're going out of their minds. Because they don't have a result. They're like they're in school all day. There's no results anymore. So they don't have the muscles of every second of your day. You could be growing and changing. Every battle of your day is a chance to overcome and to, to excel over your own self. Everything going on is a battle. The turn, the time that your friend said something and you held back. Or when you were in a bad mood and you saw someone in a bad mood and you said something nice. There's every second we have a chance to be great every day, summer, winter, spring, fall, nights, mornings, weekends, every second. There are obstacles we can we can bounce through, we can blow through, but we don't do it because if we're results driven, as soon as I achieve my results, what am I going after? So the off season already, the, the playoffs are over. All right, we'll talk about this. This is how we have to change our mindset. We'll talk tomorrow, making a note. I want to talk to you about a man named Anders Ericsson. We'll talk about this. All right, everybody. Let's start thinking. Let's start just playing with this a little bit. Go through your day and say, am I results driven or am I effort driven? Go to your night. Do I judge my wins based on what I accomplished? Or do, do, do I judge my win based on what I overcame? The next time an obstacle comes your way that's not connected to or determined the result, but it's your still your obstacle, do you go through it or do you avoid it? Let's start thinking this way. At least for now, let's start looking at these two levers. Results driven and effort driven. Let's just see where we stand. Start to just identify it before we change it. Okay, everybody. Have an amazing day. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. 